I didn't know the same thing. It's random. Everything and anything we talk. My heart stay real. <laughs> and yes, indeed, it's another beautiful day. And I can boldly say God is just awesome. Welcome to the village. It is randoms with Dio Buttons. How are you doing? How have you been coping? I must say this episode is as great as it comes. Trust me. Uh, it's just as fantastic as I can think of it. Yeah, when you think of all that has been happening and all that is still happening, you just want to say, man, God should just take over, you know, God should just take over. All right. So I need to say something before I allow you listen to this episode. I had to go out to, you know, record it. I had to go to the guest house to record it and uh you know it might not be as clean or as clear as every other episode that you have listened but i want you to listen with an open mind and please remember to share listen with an open mind trust me you will not regret this i had a fantastic conversation with a great man uh a friend a brother uh you know and he was really really uh educating uh, it was an eye-opener I wish I could take long. I wish the interview could be longer than the way it is. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, it is how we, you know, how do we always say this? We just try as much as possible to make you have fun and uh, make sure you're doing well. We're gradually moving to the end of another season. Yes, yes, we are. Uh, but before the season ends, uh, I have a surprise for you. And so uh, I still would want to say thank you to my favorite listener, uh, you in particular. I want to say thank you so much. I love you to the end of the world. I love you so much because without you listening, uh, I don't know what would have happened. Uh, and then I, I don't know, I would have had a total of a thousand, more than a thousand listeners. Uh, come on, you are my real G. <laughs> so please try as much as possible to always share, uh, comment, tell me what you would want to hear. Come on, I'm always here. Just tell me what you would want to hear and uh, how you would want to hear it and who you would want to have. I'm working on getting some great people uh, on the studio, well, in the studio, and then we get to talk. But while we wait, hey, just tell me what you would want to hear and then I can make it happen. There's so many things that would want to talk about those random things that would still want to talk about enough of me talking i'll go on this break and then I'll come back and then you get to listen to the interview my name is dial buttons and uh, i'm just happy i'm alive hey, Russian. <laughs> baby when the bright lights start to fade fire up your lighter float on with the okay so usually i don't always move around with my uh, with my gadgets and all but today i have to make it an exception not because the person I'm about to talk to 
has spent more than two decades uh, in media. As a matter of fact, this person happens to be someone I hold high. You might think that you are just trying to scam me, but I'm not. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, before I say welcome to the village, uh, I'm extremely excited that I'm doing this. And uh, okay, let me just say welcome to the village and welcome to Randoms with Dial Buttons. Uh, I'm really excited because I've been wanting to interview this great man for years and now i'm here all right so uh you know it's funny that i have to even mention his name i i need to ring a bell to mention his name i have chude in the house for those of you who don't know chude i'll tell you during the course of the interview so this is how it was started you've spent so many years uh, like i said earlier more than two decades in media uh, so we're starting first with old media and new media i'm talking mm-hmm. prints and then the new age social media mm-hmm. so the first question is there has been a lot of fights between the new media and the old media mm-hmm. now the pandemic came coronavirus came and then it seemed like uh the new media is taking over do you think the old media should be scrapped or what's your take on it well questions like that are very difficult for me to answer because I'm like, if you need to scrap something, that means that the thing still has life. Huh. So, I don't really think we should scrap anything. I think we should just let things play the way their natural course. Yeah. If if all media is irrelevant, it will die by itself. Somebody will innovate and make it irrelevant. That's how. Uh, that's how largely society advances, as far as I can tell. Huh. Hmm. But before I ask the other question, need I just chip this in? You know, there was the. Okay, going back to a couple of generations, we had uh, televisions, uh, the likes of some old channels like NTA and the rest of them. And then now we've, we're having new channels who are taking over. Mm-hmm. Do you think they should still maintain uh, sustainability or thereabout? The new channels or the old channels? The old channels. I guess the same answer. If they are sustainable, then they should keep going. They will keep going until they stop being sustainable. Like it's not by so you don't think in years to come they will be scrapped? I mean, people have been predicting the death of radio for a hundred years, and radio hasn't died. But there's podcasts now. The radio hasn't died. If you go and Google death of radio, you will see thousands of articles predicting the death of radio with internet. Thousands of articles predicting the death of terrestrial television. And guess what? Fox News still has 14 million people watching the presidential elections on it. True. But you know, most of them are going online these days. They are including online into their market. They are not replacing traditional media. Okay, so that's solution. They're including new media. Uh, they're including online into it. So the co- second question, which should uh, be the last one. Now you started Joy Inc. Uh, a couple of years back, and uh, it has grown to what a lot of people have come to stay with. I hope so. <laughs> it's not a matter of you hope so. It's something we all have to watch every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world is going through so many things. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think the aftermath pandemic? Uh, do you think we can handle it? Do you think we are, we are ready for it? We're ready to handle it. Do you mean the world? Or do you mean Nigeria? Before I even come to Nigeria, the world in general. The, world is um, the people that say that. With the lockdowns I need to see, I'm, I'm not sure about the data. 
that the rate of death in several demographics mm-hmm. this year will not outpace this rate of death in other years. Hmm. Because of things like, because people are not moving around, road accidents are reduced, homicides are reduced, yeah. all of those things. One of the things that you can always bet on is the human capacity to innovate and to survive and to adapt. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for years, even the dinosaurs couldn't outrun us. So. <laughs> When I say people are like cockroaches, I actually say people, should be like, people are like humans. Humans are, are more stubborn than cockroaches. Humans refuse to go extinct. Now when you say stubborn, let me come to Nigeria. I, I, I still would say Nigerians are the most stubborn people on, in the world, on the planet. Uh, do you think Nigerians are handling it right? Well, we are lucky. There's something in the pathology, how does the right word, of COVID. But, and did you see there's something in the pathology of COVID that hasn't led to a lot of casualties in Lagos. If COVID was disproportionately affecting us here, we would have seen a lot of deaths. Um, just um, unless these deaths are unreported, okay. yeah, we would have seen an overloaded healthcare system mm-hmm. because we've been we've, we've not respected social distancing rules. Markets have not respected social distancing rules. Buses have not respected social distancing rules. You know, um, I mean the black, the NSAS protests. A lot of people didn't, didn't wear masks and all. Um, masks and all. Even in our places, the places that pretend to insist on masks, they tell you to wear your mask when you come in. When you get in, nobody, nobody insists that you keep the mask on. So um, maybe there's a second wave coming. Based on the anecdotal evidence, I doubt it. I think that we were just lucky. If this wasn't the illness that came for us. Hmm. So to that extent, luck plays a huge part in how we're able to survive this global if I'm going to pitch this in, uh, looking at how you talk so much about depression mm-hmm. and uh, well, most of what you've been talking about on Joy Inc. has to be depression and how to handle it. You know, I just said something about us handling COVID-19, the pandemic and all. Uh, and then you mentioned that we're extremely lucky how we're handling all of these things. Do you think we... If we have to choose, which I am not praying we have to, uh, depression has taken more toll on Nigerians than COVID-19. I don't know. I honestly, I have begun to question. Because a lot of people are committing suicide. Some people are just falling off the bridge. There's certainly more cases of reported suicides that has also tacked with the rise in self-reported media. Yeah. But anecdotes are not data. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that it is the case. Yeah. And for somebody who works in this field, it's more natural for me to hype the problem. But I have been paying a lot of attention. I'm hoping that somebody gives, finds the money for us to establish baseline data. Yeah. I'm not convinced, and I'm, I could be completely wrong, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a statistician, I'm not a researcher, but no data exists that establishes more cases of suicide. Hmm. Even in terms of press reportage, yeah, no data exists establishing ratio of suicides to population, ratio of reported suicides to population, and an increase over the years. So I think that it is important to preach good mental health, you know, preach taking care of yourself. But I honestly, in the absence of data of any kind, can't really make definitive statements about increases. If anything, I've begun to think that, you know, that just like with COVID, 
there is an it's this is again off the charts. I mean, any any researcher or scientist that chooses to criticize me is fine. It appears that there is something in our biological makeup. I sus I, I wonder that should be the way I should say it. Okay. There is something in our biological makeup that enables us to be resili- more resilient than we should be based on the myriad of problems that we face to wow. depression. So you're technically well, I don't want to use the word joking around that our biological uh, system. So one of the things that um, there's a researcher, I forget what university he's in, um, was something called the six-step depression cure, and he establishes the data that sunlight, for instance, is a huge component of helping people recover from depression. Yeah, because sunlight stimulates things in our in our biology, chemicals that send messages to our brains that everything is alright. Depression is, you see, a lot of the research about depression is complex. A lot of research about mental health is complex. A lot of research about antidepressants is complex. Yeah. Um, so, I know it's very surprising for you to hear me say this, but that's why I say that the work that Joy is trying to do is trying to help people just live a flourishing life. Whether there's an epidemic of depression or not, even if there's, even if Nigeria doesn't ha- does not have an epidemic of depression, it's like me. Even if I don't, I believe that there is something in our makeup that makes us biologically resistant to COVID. I still wear masks. When you came into this house, you still used your sanitizer. It's on my chair. I have my things here. I clean my house. So, the fact that um, I, I I have some certain conclusions doesn't mean that I'm going to become irresponsible. It's the same thing with depression. The fact that maybe there is, and it's not, it's also not established, maybe there's something in our makeup that makes us re- more resistant to depression. You think it's spiritual? No, no, I certainly don't think it. Well, unless you use spiritual as a metaphor. <laughs> there's also research that shows that one relationships and believing in a higher power helps people be resilient against depression. So it is entirely possible. Even if your belief is fake, as long as you believe it strongly enough, it can help you have hope and hope has been studied as a cognitive function yeah yeah Yeah, it can help you have the hope to go through your what is going to save you you are more likely to survive a difficult situation than a person who doesn't think that god's going to save you okay so So it is possible but there's no research establishing any of this spiritual all right so this is the part where i get (laughs) this is the part where i get to say thank you very much for taking out time i really don't intend taking too much time this is an interview i would have loved to keep talking and talking about because this person, well, if you know him, you know he likes to talk, and uh, Dio also likes to go to talk. But maybe we would push. It. This is going to be a battle for another day. Uh, but before I leave, this just dropped in my mind. I know you wouldn't want to talk about it, but I would still ask. Um, there's a high rate of COVID-19, the pandemic in south america in south america uh some part of north america some part of north america and uh, it seems like it's reduced in africa which brings me to the you know previous question i think it's the spirituality of africans because as a matter of fact this votes uh these american votes there's a lady who was calling on the god of africa so do you think it has to do with the african god there is a lot of research <laughs> that shows that when people believe in a higher power, when people believe in something bigger than themselves, they are more likely to overcome adversity than others. So we have a bigger power in Africa? We have a belief in a higher power. 
and that belief has worked for can us. help people. There's a lot of um, research about prayer as some kind of placebo. People believe in God and people pray for them. If they believe strongly enough, their bodies can respond to the prayer. So there is no scientific research that limits um, that links that links actual supernatural force to healing. There is no data even from churches of any kind that establishes, yeah. I am convinced that if you take Christians and you take non-Christians and try to measure the, the amount of spontaneous healing that happens with Christians and non-Christians, you will not find any difference. Yeah? I'm, I'm almost convinced about that because we have extensive scientific research about placebos. People just get healed because they believe they can get healed because they saw their dead mothers, because their, uh, their divorced wives came back to take care of them when they were sick. Yeah? There's a there's huge research, an ongoing research about mind-body connection. Yeah, that the way we feel in our minds affect the way we feel in our bodies. And a lot of extensive research about that. Um, so I, 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 I do not think that it's because of any supernatural thing. I think it's because our bodies respond to hope. Fast. Our bodies respond to hope. All right. Again, I think. Okay, I like the way you're mentioning your, you know, emphasizing on the word I think, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, we usually do this on randoms. Uh, what exactly is on your mind right now? Well, I'm dealing with malaria. You know, and I'm just wondering, and somebody else in my house is dealing with the same symptoms. Okay. It's COVID. No, it's not COVID because I'm here. <laughs> No, I'm still here. It's not COVID. So I mean, I doubt that it's COVID. Um, mm. So I'm thinking of. I'm just thinking of how to get well. Mm. You will get well. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to Christmas. I'm really excited about Christmas. Mm. I'm yeah. looking forward to the chicken uh, that I'm coming here. I think I'll come here for Christmas. Also. That's great. Well, welcome. All right, thank you very much. Uh, I don't know. I just have to say thank you and uh, for taking our time. As a matter of fact, it's. It's a huge one for me. Thank you so much. And I pray God bless you and God heals you fast. Get numb. And when my place is me know you're not. Run. Run. Sit bad. 